is punk rock time! Welcome, everybody, to the least listened to segment in podcast history. Welcome to Punk Rock Talk. Punk Rock Talk, baby. And today, we have a very special guest. Yes. Yes, we do. We have the one and only Joey from Blotter Vision and TV Tragedy. Yo, it's Joey. (laughs) What did you say earlier? It's the... It's the J-O-E. If you know me, you can call me Joey. Oh, oh shit. I don't think we've had anyone spit bars on Punk Rock Talk before. That's yeah. a first. Hell yeah. Welcome, everybody, to this portion of the show. Today, we're going to talk about booking shows. And it's, you know, for, for some people, you probably already know how to book a show. But for some people, you might not ha- know how to book a show. And it's for a some people... It's hair-pulling process. Yeah. And for some other people... It's just interesting to kind of listen to the way some people go about booking a show and learning new techniques on how to, like, you know, uh, solidify your slot, uh, you know, and whatever bill you're trying to get on or if you're trying to book something of your own and stuff. So, oh, yeah, I I guess we should get started off with talking about uh, where you would even begin (laughs) to. why why would you what position would you be in when you're ready to book a show and obviously that's being in a band that has at least a batch of songs rehearsed so first and foremost you definitely want to have a batch of songs that you think that are pretty good you know and even if they're not pretty good you still go out and play a batch of your you still have a batch of songs that you're able to go out and play for people you know and that's just kind of that's where it has to begin it has to begin with you know having obviously a band and having a batch of songs right yeah you got to wear that proudly too and so like most of the time when it comes to like booking your own show as a band you're you're doing it for like an album release or like you know uh we just basically just created a band or whatever you know like we're looking to to uh show ourselves off a little bit yeah, that type of deal. Um, a lot goes into it because I I know, squared like back when we were Alex squared, mm-hmm. we had uh, really only connections with the metal scene. And yes, there was a lot of times where we're only playing metal shows, and that was our first like run of shows. Yes, our very first show was at a what what is what was a metal bar. Yeah, yeah, it was opening for Jason DeVore Acoustic, but it was still a metal bar. Yeah. You know. I mean, we've played a lot of, uh, of metal shows, and the Blues Bar, for example, in uh, in Phoenix, that's that's definitely a metal bar. Yeah, you yeah. Know. So I mean, it, you kind of like one of the first places we ever played. It's it's, it's one yeah, of those things where you got to start somewhere. Yes, but um, it gets better as you know the process grows of what you learn and what you end up doing throughout the years. But you have to grind it out and really. Book and experience some really shitty shows to to know what it is to to not do that again. Yeah. And exactly. not only that, but you got to know what it feels like. Okay, that hurt. That was a shitty uh, waste of time and money. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to not do that again, and here's what I can do better. Right. Yeah, your your mindset, too, is, is good. Your, your intentions for booking the show are definitely uh, something to consider. Um, Absolutely. 
You can't be in the game to make money. You have mm-hmm. to be in it to make a great show. And yes. uh, good things will follow. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a solid point, dude. Um, there's not a lot of money in the music business. It's definitely not like it was in like the 90s and stuff where the whole vision was okay you you get a band you get, have a batch of songs and you, and you make a record and then uh you know you you start label shopping and you send it out to all these labels and see if they want to sign you you know or, or and then the move to la and all that or move to new york and just all that right. kind of shit like that that whole vision of the music industry is not a thing anymore no so a a lot of people are just like releasing music from their laptops and they become a hit like there's so many people that did that like we'll take post malone for example all he did is post some shit on soundcloud and it fucking went viral now he's one of the biggest stars he woke up and he was a millionaire and and it's very rare that that happens it's Mm -hmm. like one in a million chance that that'll ever happen but specifically punk rock we don't ever expect money out of this kind of yeah, thing you know we're not gonna oh, get no. that so yeah. intentions intentions are a big deal you you just want to have like good intentions to put on a good show so uh take for example like you just mentioned punk rock uh i'm sorry if i'm stepping on your cut right. you off or anything uh, oh. but i did want to mention that yesterday as as the day of we're recording this yesterday was punk and drublick uh the second uh, run of Punk and Drublick. Yes. Uh, and it was he- the Phoenix one. Uh, well, Mesa, BFE Mesa. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a perfect example of, you know, wh- what you're pretty much saying is like, no effects uh, is pretty much at the, the top of the top when it comes to um, punk rock and our genre and whatnot. Um, but then again you have reports back like roadie even said that like the sound was shit yeah. and there was 45 minute set changes like that told me that all that got put up that day and everybody was trying to figure out what was going on that day yeah because the venue changed like a whole shitload of times so you still have these struggles even when you're in the you know quote unquote top of the game you know like yeah. with band, bands like no effects rants and stuff like that all the people that played punk and drublick i mean there was what lag wagon lag no wagon effects. bouncing souls no effects last gang yeah so on yeah. and so forth so like really you know uh, high end not high end but fucking high profile bands yeah in, high in profile pu- it, punk rock bands yeah, for sure in our genre. yeah all, and, the, and all those yeah all those like lag wagon and no effects are legends in this genre yeah yeah and even they had issues booking this fucking show it, you it know? three different venue changes exactly it so. seemed yeah it seemed so it seemed like kind of like a shit shit show so like what geo's saying like that more higher profile the higher caliber kind of gigs and bands still can become a shit show it's not always perfect you yep. know but uh let's let's take it back a little bit to where we were talking about uh getting started on like you know if you were wanting to book a show so there's there's a few things for you to think about before we start letting you know uh, talking about uh, the next steps you would take to book a show and and this is it's a lot of thought that goes into it so there's all these different things you want to have in your brain when walking into this kind of situation it's it's something you it takes some time to learn you know it t- it's taken us all time and time and show after show and like booking after booking to finally figure out like the kind of shows we like to book and then being able to book the kind of shows that you like to book if that makes any sense right yeah because at first you just got to kind of take whatever that's if if we 
you know, at if at first when we first started Squared and stuff, we wouldn't have just taken shows like at Joe's Garado and shit like that left and right, you know, if we had the opportunity to. We were just trying to figure out where the fuck yep where you know, where the fuck to go from here, you know. Just anything. We're at just that some point. kids from Pace and yeah. and we're just trying to figure out where we can play. Where where's a good place for our music to be heard. Yeah, I feel that. Yep. When I first was doing Def Yeti, looking for a place to play, and uh, Rat's Ass was like the place to play. Um, didn't know the guy that was promoting, but hooked up with him on uh, Messenger and just basically sent him a demo of one of our songs, and I guess it was good enough for us to play. So that was the first gig that we got at Rat's Ass. And Rat's Ass, if some of you guys don't know that are listening, is a was a local DIY venue here in Phoenix, and it was super fucking dope, dude. Super yeah. punk rock. Super punk. So Legendary. There's a... <laughs> A couple spaces down from the JFA spot. I remember that. And and see, that's a fucking perfect example, dude. I'm totally glad you brought that up because uh, if you want, you can break up some more that's in that jar. Oh, cool. Um, so I got dabs. That's too. a great example, dude. Def Yeti's first show, local DIY venue, and that's kind of where you get started. Uh, shit, I think uh, one of the one of our first shows. We were we we like set it up in Gaisila. We did like a Halloween party and you know this really fucking so fucking rad, dude. Small town outside of Payson and, and where I grew up. And it and it turned out really great, you know. And then we also have like done like house parties. Like uh, Jesse, our old manager, used to uh, just let us run rampant <laughs> in that fucking house, but uh. He would like throw party, throw parties, and let us like practice in the, in the, uh, basement downstairs and stuff. And it was just really cool, dude. So like local DIY shit's like a pretty cool place to start, you know. After you get like a batch of songs that you feel are pretty decent enough to go out and play in front of people, and even if they're not decent, like I still recommend taking like all the bad shows too because that you learn something from the bad shows. Don't just take. Uh, you know, everything that's a great opportunity, you know, take a little bit of everything. Take the great opportunities, take the ones that are kind of questionable, you know? Yeah. Just as long as you don't have a lot to lose. Well, that's kind of like something I've always said is like, from the from the get-go, is like, when, when we played a show and it would be like a sh- kind of low turnout and nobody really there, good bands on the thing, but, sure. you know, nobody's, it's not really popping. Um I would always say, you know, like, well, you know, we showed up, we did our thing, we played professional, we sounded good. So mm-hmm. to that promoter who knows that that was a shit show, he probably feels like this band deserves a better show. So at least we have that. Mm-hmm. Not only did that promoter go, okay, these these guys deserve a better turnout than this. Not only is that noted for him, but you, you're also, you, you don't know who you could run into that night. Like yeah. some dude could be sitting there at the bar, you know, that's, that's knows such and such and so and so and gets your name out. And I love that's that a big point. Thing, yeah. I love that point because I was just talking with Paul about this last night. You know, the accident theory. We've only played a few shows, but we've played some really good shows. And he was talking about uh, not really. Uh, he doesn't mind if we're opening or whatever. No, you guys go ahead. I'll catch up. Uh, I don't really mind if we open or or we play super small shows or big shows i just want to play some shows you know and uh 
when you start there with that state of mind, somebody, uh, this is kind of what Gio is saying too. So you don't know who's there. So somebody's going to see that attitude. Someone's going to see how you work and how, how you are humble and you're not, you know, just like, Oh, well this show sucked. You know, there, there wasn't a lot of people here or whatever, you know, they're going to see that you're staying humble and you're cool. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. uh, for they'll want to book you somewhere, you know, someone, somebody else will want to book you. Right. For me, getting on the Yucca stage was like ultimate at one point in time. So I felt like I had to work my way up to that. Yeah. Um, so um, basically, I don't know. I, I just made friends because I'm a fan of the music scene. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to all the shows. I would meet people. Um, and then I think that's the biggest thing. You just got to go out there and meet people. Yeah. If you're cool. Um, Networking. People want to be around other cool people. I mean, you don't want to like ask someone right now. Do they want to hang out with someone that's kind of like a douchebag or not i mean right you want to surround yourselves by like um minded people so so i'm definitely the the type of person that like as soon as i meet somebody if we <coughs> if we like like me as somebody that like i'm going to keep dealing with in life i make it a point to sh- tell them that i'm in a band or if not two bands yeah now, because not only is it like hey this is who i am and this is what i do like so this is what my sk- you motherfucker dude can <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it get me heated <laughs> so uh it's mama meets man yeah mama meets gets a pass yeah. all right so that's why i'm chill so no uh but seriously though um <clears throat> what the fuck was i saying i forgot what i was saying now. uh i totally spaced out too man yeah uh Booking a show. Booking a show. Motherfucking. Motherfucking booking a show. Didn't know people in the scene. Now, yeah, oh, yeah, scene. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. I found out where I was at. Okay, so like, not only is it one of the first things I tell people because that I'm going to, like, if I just see somebody on the street, I don't tell them I'm in a fucking band. But, sure. you know, if I, you know, meet somebody that is going to be in my life, it's one of the first things I tell them, not only because that's like, hey, this is what my schedule's like in life. Mm-hmm. Just letting them know, like, I'm not, like, going to be available all day, every day, so don't, like, hit me up all day, every day. <laughs> but, like, another reason why is because it's networking. You never yes. know who the fuck they know. And, like, and, Absolutely. Like, my buddy at work, Drac, that he's been on the show a few times, yes. actually, uh, he, uh, like, kind of laughed at me because, you know, one of my coworkers, like, that just joined he was like the new guy mm-hmm. and like on his third or fourth day i was like oh yeah here's like here's my band check it out and uh you know he kind of makes fun of me like oh you you know when you just tell everybody about your band and i'm like well yeah if i meet them and like they're part yeah. of my life yeah of right course. why not absolutely you don't know who his fucking cousin or uncle is or right fucking, you know yeah that's true and, right and it that's not that that's even important it's just by chance or whatever it's just getting your name out there spreading your my message my music is the goal absolutely and and so here we are thinking booking shows you know getting started with the band booking shows networking obviously a big thing finding a venue a lot of these venues uh like yucca tap room for example uh we'll 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 even throw in the rebel lounge there they do open mic nights and there's not a better place to actually get your band started and get to networking with people than an open mic night. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 
100% agree with that. Yeah. You meet like-minded musicians quicker that way. For yes. Sure. Exactly. And and I remember doing open mics at Joe's Garado before I actually ever got to play the stage. And uh, yeah, man, it, it uh, or before I ever got to play a full show there, not yeah. play the stage. I obviously play the stage at open mic. You know. I didn't do some fucking open mics, man. Yeah, and and dude, it's it's such a good way to to get to know people. Uh, Devil's Advocate, Shelby and Wayne, from uh, Ethan, one hundred three, one hundred three. Yeah. Yes, sorry. that's a great one a for sure. Uh, they they did that for such a long time. Unfortunately, they don't do it anymore. But they did that for such a long time, and uh, it was like a staple in the Arizona punk scene. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. Every Tuesday night, we would. Uh, Start our tours off at we, fucking Devil's. That was our ritual. We would yep. start our tours that. off at the open mic night, and Shoei would give us a, a little bit longer of a set because he knew that, yeah. you know, we were just trying to play. And and it's a good place to book on a Tuesday night when, you know, you're first getting started. You got to warm up for tour. Go and, you get, and you're going to go on a run of shows. Like, why not start in front of a crowd on a Tuesday? Because that's kind of hard to find, you know. And warm up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, dude. Awesome, awesome. Open mic is uh, quite essential, actually. You know, you you meet a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah. that's how you can play a stage you want to, also, because the Yucca does it. Um, yes, Rebel Lounge. Yep. They've got their open mic. Hopefully, yep. they still have it. Um, yes. Yeah, they've got great sound, by the way. Yeah, dude. I I went to a show at the Rebel. I'll I'll do this <laughs> uh, side note real quick. I went to a show at the Rebel. I want to say last Friday or the Friday before. And man, it sounds incredible there, dude. It yeah, sounds their so good. Are great, so crisp, like right in your face. You can yeah. hear everything, dude. It's so good, so good. So yeah, that's that's definitely how you would want to get started booking a show. And then you know, after you do a few rounds of that, you definitely want to go. I I'd say just like grind your ass off for like a year, man. Just trying to take just about anything, you know. Yeah. And, and being in a city, this is another good point. I think I, we should throw this out there. Being in a city is a really good idea if you're trying to like be an active musician, if you're yeah. trying to be an active band. Gio and I highly considered it, you know, and we both came from cities before we were in Payson. Like he was in Phoenix and I was in Riverside, yes, California. Moving back to Phoenix was sounded so exhausting. No, it, it, it was, was like, not dude, ideal. I just moved back up to Payson. Like, yeah. Come on. It was and, not I've, ideal. And then I've been there for, you know, almost 10 years at that. Not at that point. But, mm -hmm. you know, by the time I moved, it was like a good seven years. I was like, all right, that's a good cap on Payson. You know? Yeah. But yeah, d definitely going Going to a, a city, whatever city you're nearby, move by it or on the outskirts of it because that's that's good advice there because, yeah, that's where everything's going to happen. You're yeah, gonna, and that's where you're going to meet like-minded musicians, yeah. you know. And then that's where you can meet other people in other bands and start, you know, booking shows and booking tours and booking shows in other places yes, and states. Yeah. And that's where it's at. Yeah. Booking shows out of state or out of town. Even. Yeah. Um, that could be yes, tricky. Yes. Yeah, that that's definitely tricky, that's I like think. like blind booking. Almost. Yeah, that's yeah. that's you know. blind booking. Luckily, there's this thing called Facebook nowadays and yeah. it's so helpful to get shows out of town because you used to have like uh people would give you uh like basically it'd be like a notebook of just like numbers and people to call and like places to crash. Yeah. 
and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which is and, and, and what cool city. and helpful. That was very helpful back in the day, dude. But now the internet has totally made it so much yeah. easier to where you can like reach out. You, there's just about every single if you use Facebook, it's a helpful tool to book out of town because you go to just about any venue. Uh, you go to their Facebook page and there will be somewhere on that page that says for booking information, yeah. contact, and you contact that. You shoot them an email. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, another thing that I noticed is that um, what you can do is just look at all of your past events um, or things that you're interested in and see where the tour dates were for other bands that have gone on tour. Yes. And they're probably rolling through the same venues. So look those venues up. Hit yes. them up on me uh, on Messenger because they probably got a Facebook and Messenger like hooked up. So, yeah, um, that's another in. That's perfect. Like that. That honestly, that that's how you figure out what venues you know play your genre of music or the bands that you like. So you watch, uh, like say Lagwagons coming to town. Okay, we're gonna see what venues Lagwagons playing on. Oh, so that's like a punk rock venue. Cool, that's a punk rock venue. So if we ever want to play here, yep. you know, in the future, and then if you contact them, there there's a good chance that they'll they won't accept you, you know, because you won't be able to draw enough. But that's but the they worst will that can have, happen. That's the worst that can happen. But dude, nine times out of ten, they will have an idea of a of place that might be a bit smaller and uh uh less of a chance that they have to take on on a band uh you know because yeah, they some can of point these you in the direction of something that's more f fitting for you exactly exactly right. that's that's the way to say it Thank yeah because yeah, like if you're seeing shows in phoenix and that's going to be on your stop and you're seeing the marquee and you're seeing the yucca well chances are you're going to get on the yucca and not the marquee because it's it's such a big yeah. venue yeah um you need to draw sell tickets and all that kind of stuff so that's something to take consideration when right. we would book flagstaff we would we wanted to get in the green room or the orpheum theater well we couldn't quite get there yet because we hadn't really made a name for ourselves in flags so we started at the hive which was just a super uh small diy venue like yeah 50 people in that place looked fucking packed you yeah know? And uh, and I don't think you could even fit fifty people yeah. in there, dude. And but it yeah. was it was a cool place to play, dude. Yeah. And we and that's where we started playing in flag. You know, it was cool. Yeah. And if you can pack that out, then other people take notice of that. They're like, well, shoot, these people can draw a crowd. I want to have them play at my place. Right. So fast forward, let's say about because we were doing shows at the Hive in 2016, 2017, yeah. 2016, we'll say. Fast forward to 20, 2017, 2018, we're opening up for the fucking casualties at the green room. Yeah. You know, which is now so, the Yucca North. Yeah, which, yeah. So it's just like that's that right there is the prime example of starting low and working your way up. You know? Yeah. And then what's what goes up from there? Like the Orpheum Orpheum that's, Theater that's next to play, you yeah, know, in exactly. flag. So, yeah. Yep. And and that's and it's. It's a great place to play too, man. I've I've played the Orpheum with my old band before I joined Squared, and it was just—it's legendary, dude. That yeah. stage is so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, I've so seen less Claypool on. Basically, that stage. you with these simple steps provided by the Geo Meatbag and Joey segment here. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can climb the ladder of uh, booking shows and what it takes to book for your band. Um, also, a really important thing that I wanted to point out um 
be cool with your promoters, man. Yes. They deal with a lot of heavy shit, a lot of moving pieces, and they, you know, the really good promoters will really try to make sure the bands get everything that they can financially, um, you know, set up with set times, everything that you earn and deserve, you will get it. Um, just, yeah, be chill with your promoters. You'll get what you deserve. Just don't trash your promoter, you know? Yeah, acting humble is a very, very big thing. That's what I was talking about with Paul last night. Is just being humble. Being humble uh, is is where it's at, man. Because people want to, people will see that and they will want to work with you in the future because they know that you have a good attitude. And more than likely, when you have a good attitude about things, you deserve it. Yeah. Yep. They got a lot of heavy shit to deal with too. So. Oh my God. They get so, people hitting them up like constantly. Constantly. People mm. that they don't know, people that don't have anything for them to listen to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They don't know how to work at the I internet. C- I can't imagine how many emails a day Ben wakes up to. Like, it's probably a, oh, an insane amount of emails, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's probably like a local go-to for people that are trying to book shows from out of state. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people know him. He knows a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that can just, like, inundate you for sure. Yeah, we uh, – I another example of what Square did is when we, uh, when we would play California, like, we started at a, a pizza joint, and then we eventually played uh, – or did, was it – where did we start first? Was it La Crescenta? In uh, Cali? Yeah, was that our first Cali show, so. or was it the pizza joint? I think La Crescenta was our first out-of-town, or out-of-California uh, show ever. Okay, so I have that I have that backwards, so never mind. It's not a solid point. But <laughs> we have played some good shows in California just by reaching out to people through Facebook. So, like, you know, go to open mics, network through Facebook, fucking try to be good. And try to stand out, too. That's another thing is, you know, you definitely want you can be influenced by all the music you want, but you got to, you know, stand out a little differently than everybody else. You know, carve your own path. Yes. Carve your own path. I like that a lot, dude. Be the person that you want to work with also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that ties back to the whole golden rule, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. Same thing goes with this, you know, with with interacting with people in the music industry um you you probably hear s- horror stories from back in the day of you know dog eat dog and you know sharks and stuff like that sharks in the water you just gotta play cool man and and keep a level head and and just keep an end goal in mind yeah what's your end goal stay on that right stay on that path yeah keep don't on accept trucking. yeah don't accept nothing more nothing less it could take 10 years Keep your expectations low. Yeah. Only <laughs> <laughs> get what what you want to. So. No, j- I mean just just visualize a goal and and stay on that. You know, don't let anything else run you over. Or, you know, change absolutely your, change your mind. Just stay humble, stay focused, and fucking, you know, stay cool, man. Oh yeah, yeah. and be cool with the um the bartenders at the bar. So yes, um, that's that's a thing right there because. If you're trying to book a show locally, you want to check out the books because each each venue slash bar has a book and it's a calendar basically with shows that are already lined up. 
So if you're okay um, with the bartenders um, and you know who kind of runs that book and is kind of in charge with that, um, depending on what venue it is, um, you can get an in. Be like, hey, I've got an idea for a show. Is that date booked? Um, and kind of already know that you have four bands in your pocket that if you asked that they would probably say yes already. Um, um, obviously have more than that, but that's that's another helpful hit uh, tint. That's yeah. that's the best way you can. That is the best way you can book a show is going to meet people in person. You could go through Facebook and all that shit, but yeah. the best Joey has a solid point. Again, thank you, my man. You go through. You, you go go to you know a venue that you want to play and just meet people in person introduce yourself be cool be yeah, humble be cool to bartender specifically yes. you know yes, because a, a lot of times your pay comes from bar too that's yes. where most bar that, sales if you're doing a free show which is probably what you're going to start off with in the punk yeah. rock scene at least it's based off of bar sales so yes definitely keep that in mind um, yep. you're playing music but you're also um, it's it's a one for one. I think uh, I think you kind of stumbled onto another um, hint earlier, or hint, but helpful tint hip hit <laughs> tip <laughs> helpful tip. Um, I'll give yeah, you the tip. Uh, keep keep a couple bands that you know of that are good and um, worth their word around that that will um, you know jump on some shit with you if you have to book a full show and need some other bands. Having a community of friends that are all in bands together and you guys playing the shows together. It's super fucking helpful, too. Yep. Yep. Get a band that, at least one band that will draw a crowd um, to your first show. That's yeah. definitely going to help out. That's going to give confidence and build trust within um, uh, your relationship between the promoter, um, you as a promoter and the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, dude. I like that. Definitely try to jump on with some bands that have a bigger following, you know? You That's what I did. Yeah. I did it with Squared. Yeah. <laughs> Got rips. <laughs> yeah. Yes, cool. Well, I think that about wraps it up, guys. Uh, there's there's some tips to book a show. You know, a. If, if you don't want the tips and you're just here listening, that's cool, too. Thank you very much. And we sure. are still on the same journey. We're not... We're not anywhere above or beneath you no. listening, so just feel comfortable and and loosen up, man. Take yeah. our advice. Come hang out with us. Yeah, show. We'll, we'll chill. And you and if you're listening to this, you obviously know that we're not talking about you know some huge level on how to make it and be successful. We're just talking about how to book a fun show, man, and have you know everything we've known and done so far. Yeah, exactly. And we've we've played some pretty cool shows, and we've had. Uh, some pretty shitty shows, but all of them are one giant learning experience to make yep. your next show the best show. There's goods and bads, and fuck yeah. And right. thanks to Joey. Yeah, thank you, Joey. Yeah. Thanks for having high me. Five. High fives. Fuck Pearl yeah. Jam, high five. <sighs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Fuck off. Damn, son, where'd you find this? If you're looking for any audio recording or you'd like to record your own podcast, please visit Cosmic Soup Recording, where you can turn your ideas into reality. Whether you're looking to record one song or a whole album, Cosmic Soup Recording will fit any budget. 
For more information, visit CosmicSuperCording.com or call or text at 480-331-7687. That's 480-331-SOUP. Also available on all social media. Cosmic Super Recording is located in Phoenix, Arizona, near 24th Street and Thomas. Call now for a free quote or to book your session today. <laughs>